Welcome to another episode of the Gaucho Nine Podcast. I am your host, Kevin Cannon. Hope you all are enjoying this thunderstorm here tonight. Pretty awesome. I was out at Galita Beach uh, enjoying the show. Plenty of strikes out along the water. Just wanted to share that. I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, this episode of the Gaucho Nine Podcast brought to you by our presenting sponsor, Kyle's Kitchen. Go check them out in Goleta and Santa Barbara, longtime sponsors of Gaucho Baseball and Gaucho Athletics. Check out the burger. Check out the crispy fried chicken sandwich. And uh, check out some adult beverages as well out there at Kyle's Kitchen. And I'd like to introduce another sponsor for the podcast coming up this fall. Smart Office Interiors. Proud sponsor of UCSB Athletics. They are your local source for quality commercial furniture for education, healthcare, government, private companies, home office, and they have provided the gauchos with office supplies, desks, tables, couches, ottomans for the clubhouse, the Graham Clubhouse at Caesar Wasaka Stadium, the Hammerhead and MLB rooms uh, at the ballpark, and they are uh, quite comfortable and quite useful, I must say. It's awfully nice having office space at the ballpark that I, I never had before. And uh, most recently, we added couches from Smart Office Interiors to the batting cages, and the players really, really like them. Check them out, Smart Office Interiors. You can call them, 805-965-8585. Uh, Rachel and Robert McInerney, proud owners. Uh, it's family-owned. It's a local business. And uh, Robert, 1992 Gaucho alum. So, Thank you, Smart Office Interiors, for sponsoring the Gaucho 9 podcast and for being friends of the Gauchos uh, for quite some time now. So thank you. Smart Office Interiors. Okay, we've got Jordan Sprinkle and Nick Oakley, a couple of Gaucho infielders, talking about their summers and what it's been like getting back on campus. Uh, Jordan spent the summer with Team USA and a little bit of time in the Cape uh, learning some valuable uh, valuable lessons uh, in his travels and his playing over the summer. So it was cool to talk to him about that. He has grown so much over the last couple of years. And Nick Oakley, he has grown uh, physically. He's uh, a little bit bigger this year, a local kid from Santa Barbara, entering his second year. Uh, so we talked to Nick. He was pretty good uh, as well with his interview. Uh, okay, that's what we got on tap for this week, let's get to Jordan and then Nick Oakley on this episode of the Gaucho 9 Podcast. Oh, and before I forget, I want to congratulate a former guest on the Gaucho 9 Podcast, Matt Arnold, Gaucho alum, GM of the Milwaukee Brewers, National League Central Division champs. They are starting their postseason this week. And we wish them luck. Matt was a guest on the pod back in January. That was a great interview. If you have not heard that, uh, scroll back uh, and check that one out. That was in January, uh, talking with Matt, uh, who came up in the ESS program here at UCSB. So big shout out to Matt. Go Brewers. I know there's a, a couple of gauchos who are Brewers fans and are stoked about that. So I uh, did want to mention that before I forget. Uh they could be, I don't know, it's going to be tough to beat the Giants and the Dodgers, but uh, the Brew Crew, they have a great staff, uh, and they got some clutch hitting as well, uh, led by former MVP Christian Yelich, but uh, those pitchers are tough, so 
it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun playoffs. We're going to keep some tabs on that uh, on the podcast and, and moving forward, keeping tabs on on the players and the coaches and this, uh, this fall ball season, which just got underway. Okay, now we'll get to Jordan Sprinkle and Nick Oakley. Here we go. It's one of the most beautiful views of any campus in America, the Pacific Ocean crashing against the shores of UC Santa Barbara every morning, noon, and night. Here's the one-strike pitching. Mitchell belts us to deep left. Cabrera is going to watch it fly. He's at the track. He's at the wall. He leaps at the wall, and this one is out of here. Christian Curley. Gauchos are going to Omaha. Can you believe it? John Newman wins it for the Gauchos. And the score is two. Here comes Mitchell. He's going to score. And the Gauchos are the 2019 champions of the Midwest. All right. Standing here with Jordan Sprinkle. Third year Gaucho, believe it or not, dude. We're here. Time flies. <laughs> Seriously, in the blink of an eye. In the blink of an eye. Well, let's let's kick into summer, since we're kind of here to talk about summer. We're also here to talk about fall and return to class and campus and all that exciting stuff. But this summer, got the honor to play with Team USA. What was that selection process like? Like, when did you learn? When did you find out and figure out where you were going? Uh, I found out from Check It's, so I think it was our last series against Bakersfield. He called me up um, before practice and he said, I hope you're doing 400 push-ups and 400 sit-ups. And uh, I was in the shower, so, I'm, you know, I'm, natural instinct, I'm like, yeah, of course I am. And um, he said, well, you, you made the Team USA. And as soon as I heard those words, I was absolutely floored. Um, that's something I've been trying to do since I was 12. So to be selected for that was was an honor. Yeah, and this is the, the collegiate team we're talking about. So we finished the season. Gauchos were in Tucson. We finished the season, and you head out. Were you in Cary, Cary, mm-hmm. North Carolina? Mm-hmm. Did you go there first, Team USA? Because you also played uh, in the Cape for a bit. So like, what was the summer like playing on two different teams? Um, that was super fun. I got a chance to play with Orleans in the Cape first, so that was super exciting. Um, met some great great guys there great baseball players um after that i think i played eight games there and went to carry from there and then um started up with the usa usa stuff and we were we were all around um i think it's the the appalachian or the appalachian league um we played at some of those parks so they were old minor league fields cool and that was that was amazing yeah, yeah. so team usa i mean they don't take this any any players that want to play Team USA, right? Everybody wants to play on Team USA. So what what were the other players? I know you played with some guy from one of the kids from Arizona, mm-hmm. uh, looked like. So like, what was the crop of talent uh, on that team? Because you guys were pretty good. Oh, it was insane. Um, <laughs> you know, I really credit those guys because they, they made me a lot better. And especially going out to the Cape, um, just to talk about that a little bit. You know, there's guys, you think about the Power 5 schools, um, you know, obviously the SEC and the Big 12s, you think about those schools and that's where all the talent is. There is kids from from everywhere, so there's a plethora of talent at all different schools. USA, guys like Jacob Berry, Dylan Cruz, even Brooks Lee, um, you know, we were able to kind of feed off each other a lot. Another Big West, Big West member, um, you know, getting to play with guys like that really opened my eyes and work ethic and really taking it seriously, understanding um, where those guys are going, playing with that crop of guys and understanding where I'm going as well. So um, it made me a lot better. 
I definitely have respect for those guys, and I wish them well in their career. So what kind of stuff – can you get into any specifics on stuff that you picked up? Because you, you showed up here a couple weeks ago, and you looked calm, fluid, in control, like ready to go. Like you had – it looks like you have a process that you're sticking to. You got some goals you're sticking to. And like every day out here, it means business. You're having long conversations with the coaches. You're trying to get extra work in. Like you just look like a different player. Thank you. I think I mean, that's something that you've picked up as you've grown in your gaucho career. But I'm guessing that you probably picked up a few things over the summer. Like can you get into any specifics? Definitely. Troy Tulowitzki was was fortunate enough to be around him and you know how amazing he was and uh, I didn't really know how hands-on he was going to be but he was super hands-on and so I would say the biggest thing I picked up from him was you know you basically put in put in what you you get out of it so if you're putting in hard work and you're really conscious of what you're doing and you're focused on your craft on getting better whether that's offense or defense you're going to see results and so that's that's how I felt I've been trying to take that approach in practice, um, basically getting comfortable, feeling uncomfortable, those types of things. And yeah, I just want to become a better baseball player. And so I think following that helped. And so when I get out on the field, I know that those reps I've done over and over and over again, whether that's offense or defense. And so I'm able to make adjustments. And I feel like that's where the calmness comes from. Um, so yeah, that that was probably the biggest thing. And just other guys, I, I see their routines. Um, I see the way that they prepare for games. And so taking that and kind of perfecting that in my own way as far as my routines and everything goes is just really good and something that you can revert back to if you're ever feeling off. It's something else, like seeing it in person and, and hearing it from somebody who either you play alongside with, like your peers, or somebody you watched play, right? It's a different thing when you when you're it's hands-on you're seeing it for yourself like absolutely that's a that's a what do you call it a invaluable experience <laughs> something like that totally so that's uh yeah that's great well how'd, how'd you perform overall uh with those teams honestly in, I, in your opinion definitely yeah i thought i did well um i i would say the biggest thing is i learned what my weaknesses were against plus arms so at the plate you know i was able to 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 face guys that were good that were better than I was but still compete and still um, just get hits and whatnot and so that was really good I learned what my weaknesses were at the play against good arms um, as well as just overall my experience on on baseball itself thinking more of what I'm doing being more conscious of my positioning on defense or uh, my approach in the box that's all stuff that um, just kind of came for full circle when I was out there and so I think that helped me when I was out in summer being out in Orleans was great too because I was able to get my feet wet against some of those some of those plus arms and then uh, when I went to USA it was just about adjusting competing in the box um, having fun with with those guys that were really good players and of course you're picking that stuff up with with gaucho practice of course but it's oh. it's it's a different story because so you redshirted your one Mm -hmm. Got a little bit of a little bit of burn, and then and then 2020, pretty much a wash, mm -hmm. right? There were 15 games, and then was there any summer ball last summer? Did you play at all last I, summer in 2020? Right. So it's like a lot of these players that, that were that are coming through now, and guys like you that have been here. There's this like big gap, mm -hmm. this big gap that happened in 2020, and so last season, you get in, 
you get to play a lot. And McLean goes down with the injury, you turn into the starting shortstop, and you're starting to figure it out. You're starting to figure it out some more, and then you turn into this Big West star, and then you get the opportunity to play in the summer. So I think what you said comes full circle. It's kind of like you're tying a, a bow on a lot of these things that were initiated here and then reinforce during the season, reinforce some more in the summer, and then you get to, to meet some different players. And now you're back, and yep. you're like, you're in this kind of leadership position, and mm-hmm. you get to, to lead these new guys, and and you get to take classes again. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like there's this, this whole new crop of things this year. It's like we flipped it on its head last year, and now we're flipping it back over. Uh, but how is coming back? So we're, what, three? This is week three of practice or week four. And how how's it been being back on the field and, and being in class? Oh, I've <laughs> honestly class I, I really miss. Um, it's a lot different being online. I was had a little bit more freedom last year, so I was able to come to the field a little bit earlier and work. But all that means now is just getting up a little bit early, um, coming to the field before class and stuff. So you know, I think the school part it has been really good I think everyone is adjusting pretty well and there's no um you know no one is having a having trouble adjusting which is good and being back at practice has just been amazing I miss Caesar uh, I miss competing with the guys out here and um it's it's super refreshing to be out here it's super refreshing to see everyone working hard and uh, I'm super excited for this year I'm so ready to go so coach Erdman we spent a decent amount of time together me and him we've been surfing we've been hanging out uh, he speaks so highly of you and he enjoys working with you so much like I saw you guys had a long conversation a couple weeks ago like what kind of relationship do you have because he's he's kind of taking you under his wing definitely like Spring's my guy (laughs) no you know I credit a lot of my defensive success to Spencer last year Um, getting thrown in I was kind of still a little naive on the on the defensive side and um, was was kind of just I would say my abilities were taking over, but at the same time, I still didn't know how to play the position and there was still so much more to learn. And as soon as Spencer started doing drills with me, I just understood my position a lot better and I understood how to, just how to, you know, kind of run the the infield and positioning guys where they need to be and just being more um, aware of, of where I'm at and uh, off certain batters. So, you know, Spencer, I owe I owe that to him, and we're gonna keep keep working. But no, I I really respect him. I appreciate everything he's done for me, and I can't wait to to learn more from him. Okay, how would you describe the differences between the Jordan Sprinkle that came here three years ago and Jordan Sprinkle now? Um, I I think the coming coming in my freshman year, um, I was trying to soak it all in. I felt like I couldn't make a mistake. And if I wanted to play, um, you know, I wasn't, I would say the most confident in my abilities because I wasn't, I was trying to be so perfect and kind of just letting that anxiety go away, doing the best job that I can, of course, while also competing um, is, is what I'm doing now. And someone got smoked. No, you, you, you made the play. You, you knocked it down. <laughs> That's a Jed, um, Jed DeCumman freshman pitcher over there. <laughs> so, yeah, so basically now, you know, I'm, I'm enjoying myself a lot better. I'm, I am okay feeling un- uncomfortable because I know that I'm becoming a better baseball player. My whole mindset has changed, and uh, I'm so grateful for that because I've 
been able to progress as a baseball player, and that's the biggest thing for me. I wanna, I wanna play professional baseball. I wanna be where uh, Shane Bieber's at. So, uh, you know, I need to keep working. But you know, I'm I'm super uh, happy the the progress I made, and that obviously uh, credit the coaches on that and and helping me out and being patient with me. Well, we're super stoked to have you. Super stoked to have you on the pod. Thank you. Again. <laughs> uh, it's early in the fall. We've got, we've got a long year to go and uh, lots of growth ahead. So uh, we're looking forward to it. Um, Thank you. Jordan, thanks for the time. Thank you, Kevin. Okay, our next guest. Oh, look out. All right, we're gonna keep that in. Come on, Trey. Got pelted. Well, we are standing here with Nick Oakley uh, during offense, and we almost get hit by a ball. So uh, we're off to a good start. But uh, Nick, what's up, man? How are you? Good. How are you? Great to be so, here. So we're gonna get one-word answers. We'll we're see. We're gonna get the short, short answers, short-winded. This is gonna be a quick interview. It's up to you. <laughs> I'm just here to answer questions. All right, well, there's, there are a few things I want to get to. First, let's start with summer. The Port Angeles lefties. How was yeah. your summer experience in the West Coast League? It was great. Um, got a ton of ABs. Met a lot of cool people. Um, put on some weight. <laughs> Can be better, I guess. <laughs> Beautiful place, too. Where, where is Port Angeles? Uh, it's uh, right next to Canada in Washington. So right like, across the water from Victoria. Really? Yep. See Willow's house from my house. Seriously? Yeah. That's actually kind of cool. Some spectacles, some binoculars. So it's not, like, I've been to Bellingham mm -hmm. and Vancouver and Victoria. So is it out on, like, an island, Port Angeles, or is it, yeah, like, mainland? Yeah, kind of. I mean, teams had to take the ferry to us <laughs> unless they wanted, like, an eight-hour bus ride. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So, cool. well, so how was, um... Where were you playing? Where were you hitting the lineup? Uh, how many ABs you got? I mean, I'd, see. We, we did log your summer stats, so you hit, what, six home runs? Yeah. Five home runs? Five home runs, yeah. Five home runs. Should have been about ten, but, you know, the northwest wind. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I played short whole summer, 49 games straight. Uh, not many off days, so that's what I needed, though. Had a lot of fun. Uh, hit mostly leadoff. Got a few bombs in there. That's good. That's yeah. good. How how is the field? How to compare? It was cold. Cold. Uh, nice field. Pretty backdrop with no batter's eye. Uh, a lot of wind. Snow on the mountains all summer. Seriously? So, yeah. It was pretty crazy. I mean, like we went to Wenatchee and places like that where it was like 110 degrees, and then our place was always windy and cold. The sun was out though. That's, that's, that's where you Snowy get mountains, on, yeah. the, on the Pacific Northwest coast. There's, right. there's Jason over there. Look, you can see Jason from where you're standing. Kind of yeah. like you could see his house from where you were. Exactly. <laughs> Good old Canadian. We could, we could see your house. Talking you can see your house from Port Angeles. Yes, yeah, yeah, sir. I can see Port Angeles from my house. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty <laughs> rad. Okay. <laughs> but, that's what goes between Victoria and Port Angeles. That's right. What? So, fun summer. Yeah, it was a fun summer. Fun summer. That's good. Good to be back, though. So, I, I, I can't get out of my head. I got to get out of my head. Arm Farm. You just mentioned it right before we started recording. Mm -hmm. is, that, is that a thing? Is that a thing? You mentioned you put on some weight. You have put on some weight. You look great. Thank you. You, you yeah, look physical. Um, you're, not, you're not a twig like you were last, last year. 
Yeah, I mean, you know? I was still putting balls out then, but uh, yeah, you know, that's more of a Zach Rodriguez, John Newman kind of deal. Uh, arm farm, six six seven five seven oh tardy. Big arm farm there. <laughs> Two lifts a day, about six meals. Arm farm. Okay, so what's the diet consist of? Because the one thing about putting on weight is not just getting in the weight room all the time. It's, right. it's diet. A lot of diet. So kind of on the Zach Rodriguez meal plan right now, which is uh, about six eggs for breakfast with a packet of ramen on top. And then... Ramen. Ramen, yep. High calorie. Are you like Moroccan or uh, just oodles and noodles? Just microwaved <laughs> 99 cent packages. So that's like first breakfast. And then usually like the quicker stuff is like uh, just quick waffles, uh, a lot of bagels. Then lunch, usually cook up some paninis, have about two of those, a little ham. And then before we lift at night, if we don't have a team lift, it's usually oatmeal, more ramen, uh, kind of whatever we can get our hands on. Why, why ramen? What's the secret with ramen? That, that is another Zach Rodriguez question, but it does work. Okay. I was never a big ramen guy until started putting on weight from until it. you got to college. not always great weight but until you got weight. to college right because yeah. i love ramen yeah those costco costco <laughs> runs can get a little pricey so you know you gotta usually you gotta stick to the ramen so it's probably it's probably supplementing something that's more expensive but yeah. it works it does work it's very effective filling doesn't well, and you, great, and you lose you when you're out practicing or working out and stuff you're losing a lot of salts yeah. So it helps replenish some salts. Yeah, a lot, I guess. a lot of sodium in there. This is what I'm gonna get at: is <laughs> eat more ramen. <laughs> eat more ramen. Yeah, and then, then dinner's usually a big feast. Whatever we can get our hands on. For lucky, a little like three dollar steak from Ivy Market. Three dollar steak? That's not bad. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys have a barbecue? Nope. Not allowed to. Meridian uh, House uh, Group will not okay. allow it. But okay. We have a pan. So you pan sear it. That's right. Gas stove, electric stove, what are you working with? It is a leaking stove that usually <laughs> gives us a headache after we cook. But it works. You can thank McLean O'Connor and Jason Willow for destroying the stove last year. But, yeah. They're, they're going places. Well, J Jason's back. Mm -hmm. he's, he's still going places. McLean, he went places. He did go places. And won, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So, so back... In Santa Barbara, after a good summer, mm -hmm. um, first ever college in-person class experiences. Yeah, that's what you're having the last couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. I, I talked to Jordan, and and he's enjoying being back on campus. It's probably mm -hmm. a different experience for you because you were online all of last year. So yeah. this is like you're like a freshman all over again. That's right. I mean, I I enjoy being in person for sure, seeing everyone, seeing a lot of teammates in our classes, but. You know, the 8 a.m.s aren't always great. Cold bike rides. Cold bike rides. <laughs> Cold Come bike on. rides. Come on. It was 88 degrees this weekend. Yeah. I don't know. 7.30, cruising to class isn't always that great, but... Well, when you're, when you're in Santa Barbara, it's it's okay. Yeah. I mean, it's back okay. in Port Angeles, I don't know if 7.30 in the morning would be too great, but... Can't complain here. You're talking about Port Angeles like you grew up there. Spent a lot of time there. It was, <laughs> felt like a lifetime, to be honest. But how how have classes been like? Like actually, like is it is it exciting to be on campus? Like, what's the vibe like riding around? Like, there's people. 
out and yeah. about like it I walked through last week and one afternoon and it was it was uplifting for me. I like the on campus I like being on campus and, and just feeling too. the energy and all that stuff. So like are you kinda getting that vibe? Yeah, absolutely. It's really good to see like everyone walking around all the time. Like last year it was kind of a ghost town, like anywhere we ate there'd be no lines whatsoever. And now like you kinda see someone you know like everywhere and um also, I'd say it's a little, little easier to learn in person instead of just clicking the Zoom button and and kind of tuning kind of, out. Kind of makes you, <laughs> kind of makes you lock in a little right. bit more when you're sitting there. Yeah. yeah. So I enjoy it. I agree. Well, last year was a challenge for for many reasons. Yeah. Uh, and it was probably a challenge for you, first first uh, year uh, D1 program, and you were able to get in. Got in I a few did. times. You you uh, you scored a run in, in, in a regional. You played in a regional. There's not a lot of guys who could say that. Yeah. First year guys who didn't get a lot of playing time in the regular season. But how was like growing up in Santa Barbara? Of course, you went to SB High, go mm-hmm. Dons. That's right. Uh, did you come to games? Oh yeah. When you were a kid. Came to just about every one since I was. Really. I don't even know. Since I was born, pretty much. There's a picture of me when I was like four throwing the first pitch here. <laughs> it's about probably three feet tall but uh yeah i mean there's no place i'd rather be um i'm super thankful for the opportunity to come here you know checks is kind of the only coach that gave me a shot to play college baseball and you know last year i got really lucky with all the like i got i, I felt super welcomed here especially with how many older guys were returning and just kind of found my role obviously pretty nervous in the beginning and then kind of well, felt my way through it. Can you tell us about the first time you got in a game? <laughs> yeah, you're gonna do this to me right now. Well, yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's in the past. Long story, it's but in the past. You know, I was on foul ball duty for a while. Had my turfs on in the dugout. Uh, this is at Long Beach, right? Well, that's another story. That, that's even worse. Well, I thought I thought here. I thought it was I thought Long no, Beach. No, this is pinch running against. Yeah, I thought you were pinch running against Long Beach. No, this was here, <laughs> pinch running against. Davis, I think. It was a close game. Had no idea I was going in the game. I was kind of expecting, like, maybe I'd go in if it was a blowout, but no, it was it was tying run. Uh, <laughs> got yelled at for having my turfs on. Threw my cleats on real quick. Ran right to first, and first pitch, got the steal sign. They picked off, and I was out, and they called me safe, thank God. <laughs> ended up stealing the next pitch, and then Dirtball Reed ended up on third, and uh, I think I ended up scoring, and and Check said, you know, that would have really sucked if you got picked <laughs> off, and I told him I probably would have transferred, but yeah, thanks for putting me in. But that's baseball. Yeah, that is baseball. Some, sometimes the break goes your way. That's right. The that's rest the- history. <laughs> <laughs> Had to get the first one out of the way. <laughs> well, you did. Well, so what was the Long Beach one that I'm thinking of? Was that something different, or is that, it insignificant? Let's see. Or that was your first start. That was my first start. Yeah, first start. And did you yeah, get a hit? Long... Did you get a hit in that game? Uh, I got a few hits the day before. Didn't get a hit in that game. But that was the probably the coolest game of the year, even though I didn't get any hits. That was the. It was. Crazy game. Clayton Hall clutched up, shoved, throwing all fastballs. <laughs> We got the win. That was that was the they came back to tie it or Gauchos came back to tie it in the ninth and then Long Beach had runners on like bases loaded or something. Yeah, I think with no one outs. out and one the out. the pop up double play That's to right. first base and then Curly hit the three on homer. Yeah, in the twelfth. It was pretty crazy. That was, was funny. And it was on ESPN. Probably, 
saved our season looking back on it really who knows what would have happened if we lost that game so get to tucson mm -hmm. and uh the picture that i put up for for the post is of you scoring a run uh in tucson but what was that experience like because i'm sure maybe you maybe you did maybe you didn't go to a regional before you got here just to go watch i went to a uh probably shouldn't say this i went to ucla regional way back in the day it's 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 ncaa regional it's okay <laughs> yeah it's okay but uh no, I mean, that was by far the coolest experience I've ever had playing baseball with, you know, getting in the game, like, was the smallest part, to be honest. Just, like, the atmosphere of a sold-out crowd. It almost felt like a football game with, you know, like, playing the home team and how many people were there yelling and it was super loud. And then luckily I got to go in the game and, yeah, it was something I'll never forget for sure, being in the on-deck circle. But, yeah, I got calmed down by all my teammates, too, which is really nice. I was pretty... They're nice and friendly to you. Yeah. <laughs> Helping you out. <laughs> yeah. Close game in the regionals. Yeah. Elimination game. Yeah. Season on the line. <laughs> that's what you want. Yeah, that's why you're that. here. Yeah. That's right? right. That's and right. We're going to have we're gonna have many more of those experiences in the years to come. Absolutely. Uh, you, got, you got anything to plug? Do you have, like, a... Anything that you got working on that, that you want out there in the airwaves, like Arm Farm, Sponsorship, Arm and all that stuff, Whiting Concrete, like, what, what do you got Whiting before concrete. we sign off here? I will say, not sponsored, but I should be. Great hats. Best hats in the game. Great hats. Whole team wears them right now. Uh, this one's nice and sweaty. I'll probably get a new one. Probably take it from his bedroom, but <laughs> yeah, Whiting Concrete, great company. Yeah, Sam Whiting's dad, of course. That's right. It's good colors. Yeah. <laughs> green. Right. We can do it without the green. Well, I mean, the Don, the dons are green, but the the, right. the 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 logo's cool. The hats are great. Hats are great. The trucker trucker great hat trucker snap snapback. Back. Doesn't get better than that. Yeah. So free hat too. So all right, good, good plug. All right, Nick Oakley, uh, you gotta get ready for hitting, and then uh, start team practice in a couple of days. So that's exciting. Um, Absolutely. Long year to go. We're just getting started. Uh, it's gonna be good. Thanks, Nick. Thank you. All right, thank you to Jordan Sprinkle and Nick Oakley. Hope you enjoyed hearing from them. And thank you to Kyle's Kitchen and Smart Office Interiors. Uh, check them out. They're both locally owned uh, Goleta Santa Barbara businesses, and they are great sponsors of the Gaucho 9 podcast. Good luck to Matt Arnold in the division series with the Milwaukee Brewers. They are taking on the Atlanta Braves, hosting the Braves starting on Friday. That game is on TBS. So that's going to be exciting for Matt Arnold and his brew crew. Matt is the GM and a first-year GM of the Milwaukee Brewers, and they got an NL Central division title. All right, that'll do it for the pod. I think we're going to try and mix in some pitching over the next couple of weeks since we've focused on some hitters. So we'll, we'll get some pitching in there as well. Maybe hear from Coach Checkett's coming up here pretty soon. Uh, but the guys are excited to be back. It's fun to be back at the yard, and uh, we got great things coming. So, uh, yeah. Go Gauchos. Gotcha.